Mike, government agencies love measuring things, be it the strength of a hurricane to measuring how likely a terror threat is. You know, I've been keeping tabs on how you put these like tiny jokes into the podcasts, and I think it's like every single one. It's kind of off the charts how many of these you do. So now you're measuring things. You're measuring me. Yeah, I'm measuring you. I, I do have a particular set of skills in writing this, though. I guess so. Sure. Wait a second. So you've just written me saying, yes, you're good. Yeah. I don't know how I feel about that. Well, we'll just have to see if uh, your little side comment makes it in the edit or not. <laughs> the podcast has become self-aware. <laughs> Today, we're covering the Waffle House Index. This has been uh, on the list since we since episode one. This has been basically at the top of the list for a long time. We're finally getting to it. So the Waffle House Index, unlike a bunch of other things, is an informal metric used by the Federal Emergency Management Agency, FEMA, here in the U.S., to determine the effects of a storm and the likely scale of assistance required for disaster recovery. This became news back in 2016 as Hurricane Matthew approached the coast of Florida after causing widespread damage to islands in the Gulf of Mexico. As the storm bore down on the U.S., Waffle House tweeted that all of its locations between Titusville and Fort Pierce, Florida, were closed. People freaked out because Waffle House is known for being open 24-7. If you want some, like, greasy breakfast food at 3 o'clock in the morning on Christmas Eve, you can go. Mm -hmm. And at the time, it had some 1,500 locations across mostly the southern United States, making it a common site near interstate exits. I think if I remember as well at the time, like part of the reason that people were saying that there was like a concern about this is that Waffle House's food is priced so fairly that people can get a good breakfast even if they don't have a large budget. Right. And that that makes it, makes it kind of essential for a lot of people. Yes. The index was invented back in 2004 when Hurricane Charlie left tens of thousands of people homeless. W. Craig Fugate was the director of emergency management for florida back then and the story goes that he was in his office of members of the florida national guard color coding infrastructure loss on a map green for operating yellow for affected and red for destroyed just as a side note how many things in our world have been affected by the stoplight colors green yellow and red it's, yeah. it feels like it's an almost universal metric we all know what it means so the group decided to take a break for a meal and went to a local Waffle House. They noticed the location had a limited menu, mostly made up of non-perishable items. Over the next few days, members of the team noticed this at other locations as well. They decided to track Waffle House locations based on their menus, green for fully operational, yellow for a limited menu, and red for closed. These rankings served as a proxy for the damage in the community around the restaurant. Fugate has since been quoted as saying, if you get there and the Waffle House is closed, that's really bad. That's where you go to work. This all worked because Waffle House locations rarely actually close. Choosing to stay open with a limited menu when possible, even without things like electricity. <laughs> it's, it's amazing. Uh, and that's why in 2016, some people realized how serious Hurricane Matthew was going to be when the company preemptively closed some of its locations, sending people home. Let's put a red light on this show, or maybe like a yellow light, and take a break. Sounds good. This episode of Ungenius is brought to you by Mint Mobile. Breaking up with your old wireless provider just got a whole lot easier thanks to Mint Mobile. They were the first company to sell premium service online only, 
And now Mint Mobile is introducing their unlimited data plan for just 30 bucks a month. That's right. Unlimited data for 30 bucks a month. How much is your soon-to-be X wireless provider charging you for that? I, I bet it's more. It's all very easy to set up. You get a SIM card in the mail. You get a little website you go to. You enter a code. And in mere minutes, your phone is up and running on Mint Mobile. It honestly the easiest phone activation I've ever done. For people that hate their phone bill and are ready for something new, Mint Mobile offers their premium unlimited plan for just $30 a month by going online only, eliminating the traditional cost of retail and then passing those savings to you. All plans come with unlimited talk and text, plus high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all of your existing contacts. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their 7-day money-back guarantee. So break up with Big Wireless and switch to Mint Mobile's premium unlimited data plan for $30 a month. To get your unlimited wireless plan for 30 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com/ungeniused. That's mintmobile.com/ungeniused. Cut your unlimited wireless bill to just $30 a month at mintmobile.com/ungeniused. Our thanks to Mint Mobile for their support of the show. So the story actually might not be as easy as we described it. Some sources say that Fugate came up with the term in 2011 after a massive tornado tore through Joplin, Missouri, during which the two local Waffle House locations stayed open. Yeah, in researching this, I read sources that said it was invented here and invented back at Hurricane Matthew. So we're just kind of talking about both and Mm -hmm. who knows what's real. Well, cover it by covering both of them. We'll get the yes, real exactly. one, and then you can just edit it out in your mind. Yes. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure podcast. Oh, that's ooh, that's a good idea. With chapters? Yeah, chapter markers, yeah. Hmm. To go down the trail to the cave, skip two chapters. To go down the trail to the stream, skip two chapters. Write it down. Write this idea down. This sounds like an ingenious member special. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so this Joplin, Missouri version of the story. Uh, this, these sources include emails from FEMA representatives who have stated that this, again, is an unofficial metric. But at the same time, get this, there are records showing that Waffle House has a FEMA liaison who will send updates to their coordinator in the government giving updates on locations affected by natural disasters. Sounds pretty official. Right? <laughs> that mm-hmm. sounds real official to mm-hmm. me. <laughs> we should probably take a moment as well as a restate just how hardcore Waffle House is. So yes. every location has a store manual, which is this massive binder that managers need to go through to assess their locations and to what extent they can operate if it is safe to do so. Waffle House Vice President Will Mitzel said this to, the, to 538 in an interview about the Waffle House Index. We can cook on the grills even if we don't have electricity. We can bring in bottled water and canned Coke products and serve on to-go plates. We can get porta potties. What a way to run a business. I don't know how the businesses go this like heavy. Right? I kind of like it, though. We will stay open no matter what. Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. People need their hash browns. Mm-hmm. In Hurricane Katrina, the chain closed some 107 locations. They stored supplies in a refrigerated semi-trailer truck with armed guards near many of these locations, and even brought in their own tanker trucks for fuel to run their generators. 
The company uses the, uh, their Twitter account to alert customers to closings and to crowdsource storm damage in areas around the locations. I kind of want breakfast now. Yeah, me too. If you want to learn more about the Waffle House Index, we have a bunch of links for you in our show notes. You can find those on the web at relay.fm slash ungeniused slash 115. While you're there, you can send us an email with your own favorite weird Wikipedia topic. It'll go on the list. You can also join and support Ungenius directly, which Mike and I really appreciate. You can find us on Twitter. The show is at Ungenius. Mike is there as I-M-Y-K-E. And you can find me on Twitter as I-S-M-H. And until our next trip to the Waffle House, Mike, say goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye, y'all.